Peak Wealth Management proudly presents Finding True Wealth with certified financial planner Nick Hopwood and accredited investment fiduciary Jim Pilot. Nick and Jim believe by making simple, good financial decisions, you can retire with confidence. And now let's turn it over to your hosts, Nick and Jim. Welcome. Welcome, everyone, to episode 109 of the Retire with Confidence podcast. We're back with Jim Pilot. After a couple week hiatus here. Yeah. Where are you been? to be back. Um, You know, (laughs) just working away. Okay. (laughs) Uh, And I'm Nick Hopwood, and we believe by providing education and guidance, we can inspire you to make great financial decisions so you can retire with confidence. And that's what we're going to talk about today is, what does that mean? Yeah. Retire with confidence. It's our tagline. Yeah, we say it a lot, and we, we allude to it often. You know, I feel like they talk about your elevator speech. Mm-hmm. Can you imagine, like, if someone says, "Tell me about what you do in the elevator," and I go into this "We believe" yeah. nonsense, you know? Yeah. yeah. Like, they'd be like, "Take it easy, man. Relax." <laughs> right. <laughs> but, but really, uh, retire with confidence is the main part of it, right? Mm-hmm. You know, we want you to have that feeling. We want you to have that belief um, with confidence, you know, so that you can retire. And there's not like, a, "Well, I hope I have enough," yeah. or "I hope I'm in a good spot." If this goes the right way, or if that goes the right way, or this stock pans out, right, then I'll be good. Yeah, Jim. What if I told you that uh, you have a ninety percent probability of success in retirement? Yeah. Would that scare you? Uh, a little bit. Yeah. yeah. I, I don't. I don't. I wouldn't feel confident with just ninety percent. I would definitely want to be a hundred percent, and I would want to know, you know, with what a degree of certainty that that is a solid hundred percent. Yeah, I'd want like 110 yeah. percent, and I would want to. I would want to, you know, ask more questions beyond. Like, I'm very inquisitive. Say, well, how do we come to come with this number? You know, if if it's only 90, why is it only 90? Mm-hmm. Right. Like, well, what can we do differently to get it to 100? Right. And then, what are the assumptions baked into it? Right. Or if it is 100, well, what can go wrong that would cause it to slip under that? Yeah. Yep. So oftentimes, if someone's at 90. And we're, this is just financially, this is just math, right? Mm-hmm. We can say, you can get to 100 if you do this, this, and this. Maybe it's work an extra year or two. Maybe it's you spend a little bit less in retirement. Maybe it's we get rid of that mortgage by retirement time, mm-hmm. right? There's things that you can do in advance if you have time and if you have resources, mm-hmm. right? And then a minute ago, before we started rolling, you said, well, let's have confidence with what our needs are. Right. Yeah, we talk a lot about expense tracking, right? Yeah. And, and that's, I mean, when you're entering that new phase of life, right? Having working and, and traveling and doing these things for, for your job to maybe a, a life where those things aren't required, but are you going to travel more? Are you not? Are the bills going to go up no, or down? Have are you going to pick up DTE, a hobby? Yeah. Right. DTE, AT&T. <laughs> right. Yeah. That's <laughs> a common arm. thing, right? People want to go through and say, well, let me see if I can figure out what my expenses are, right? But you want to have confidence around that as well and know that you are certain about what your monthly need is, is really the biggest variable in retirement planning. My favorite is when someone has a take-home pay of like $10,000 a month, mm-hmm. and they list off their monthly bills at like 1800 Right, right. <laughs> Where, where's the rest? Like, hey, okay, so you have an $8,000 a month surplus, <laughs> right? Well, where yeah. is it? Yeah, I haven't found anybody that can find it yet. So in retirement, the thing is, you don't want to retire to a lesser lifestyle. Mm-hmm. Right? We don't want to downgrade our lifestyle. Maybe you downgrade, maybe you downsize your house. You're not necessarily downgrading. Right. 
you're you're spending less on it. Right. But we don't want to have a downgraded lifestyle. There's there's a lot of rule of thumbs out there, right? That'll say you only need 80% of your pre-retirement income to live comfortably, right? But that, like you said, but that's assuming you you only live off of 80% of what you have. It's garbage. And you're not yeah. going to pick up any new hobbies. Or you're not going to travel now that you have the time. And it really is. It's not. I don't feel like it's a good reliable. Metric. I think it's terrible, because there's. You know, the only the only way I believe in that is because of payroll taxes, right? You take the payroll yeah. taxes off and then your taxes are a lot less. But, you know, maybe the kids, maybe mm -hmm. you still have kids in the house. Mm -hmm. Maybe the kids are gone, right? That's a $2,000 swing one way right. or another, right? right? Maybe you still have a mortgage or you don't. There's another couple thousand dollars swing, right? More and more often we're having people who do normal vacationing but they're coming to us with goals. They say, we want, you know, a thirty to $50,000 uh, travel budget right. for the first 15 years of retirement. And I'm thinking, you know, that's going to cost a million dollars of extra portfolio need, mm -hmm. right? It's not easy. Um, but they maybe also haven't thought that through. They, they like the idea of having this right. travel budget, but what's it, if you make a bucket list of all your travel places you want to go, how much is it really going to cost? Right. By the way, I just priced out two vacations which are not happening, okay? okay. <laughs> because one was a Disney cruise, mm -hmm. and I thought, hey, you know, we did a D Disney cruise back in 2013, which was great. Mm -hmm. um, so now we've gone from four members to, fa to five family members, Yeah. and the prices are high. Mm -hmm. And I thought, hey, you know, this looks interesting, and it's like this sweet, with the concierge, mm. it was only fifty thousand. Oh, yeah. So, <laughs> I'm sure, it's that's worth not going to happen. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then there's another one that we just priced out. We've always thought it would be cool to go to Atlantis in Bahamas. Mm -hmm. You know, Michigan basketball. Yeah. Every November they play in the Battle for Atlantis, and I would love to go to that. Yeah, that would be fun. Yeah. So anyway, that was only fifteen thousand for a week. <laughs> Plus, you have to pay like these hundred dollar meals you know right so I don't think that's gonna happen right yeah but that but it's exactly true is if you want to take these trips start thinking through what the actual cost is yeah definitely so <clears throat> kind of did this same podcast a few years back on the concept of finding true wealth you know mm -hmm. what does true wealth mean to you and that's kind of a really deep question right but there's similarities with retiring with confidence because when I think of true wealth um, the first thing that comes to mind is, you know, having enough, mm -hmm. okay, where you don't have to worry. Right. Okay. So with retire with confidence, that's what I think about as well is that we have enough resources to meet our needs mm -hmm. without having to make crazy assumptions. Right. So when we say, well, are you ready to retire? There's really four questions we ask, right? And the first one is financial. Right? Do you have enough? Okay. What's the first thing that comes to mind for you with the term retire with confidence? Yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, do you have enough? Making sure there's enough there. Uh, making sure that you can no longer, you know, step away from your job and still be able to, to sustain that lifestyle. So optional, work optional. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. Financially independent. Yep. Right? These are kind of synonymous words uh, or terms. Um, but then there's also in between the lines, right? The gray areas, mm -hmm. because, you know, I think most people 
the first thing that would come to the mind to their mind is re is the income part, right? The financial part. Mm -hmm. And as planners, you know, naturally it, <laughs> yeah. it is ours as well. But there's other things as well, like uh, we have to ask ourselves, have we accomplished everything that we want with our career? Right. Did you meet your career goals? Yeah, yeah. I think that's a, a, an important question to ask before you step away. Have I accomplished what I want to accomplish through my working years, or mm -hmm. were you just doing it for a job? You know. Yeah. Uh, another thing is with 40 plus hours a week dedicated to your job, to mm -hmm. your career, now that time is yours. What are you going to do with it? Yeah, 40 hours is a lot to fill. Mm -hmm. If you think about your, your daily routine, mm -hmm. when you're up and you're getting ready and you're off to work, come home, wind down a little bit, right? I mean, it's it's 40 plus hours, right? It's, mm -hmm. it's, a, it's a big time uh, chunk of the day that you need to figure out how you're going to fill. I'm going to sleep more. Sleeping more would be good. I'm only averaging like seven and a half, and I know I need eight, but that's only a half hour a <laughs> yeah, day. Yeah, that's not, yeah, you're just chipping away at it there. Yeah. You need to a bigger, uh, make a bigger I've day. started playing guitar, <laughs> okay. so maybe I can play an hour of guitar a day. Right, but a lot of people want to want to take up, maybe they, they can finally get to the golf course as much as they want, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. Golf's not a cheap sport, right? And if you're going to play often, you're going to want new clubs, and that's going to, you know. Now you're talking about lifestyle creep, aren't yeah, you? Yeah, exactly, right? <laughs> So it's thinking through that, you know, that 40 hours and what you're going to do with that time. Uh, it can, it can, it can cost money <laughs> or it can, you know, mm -hmm. it can become an expensive uh, way to fill some time as well. Maybe the most important thing is, is your spouse on board, mm -hmm. right? If you told Emily you wanted to retire, what would she say? <laughs> get, get out of my kitchen. Yeah. <laughs> like, no, yeah, it's not, not for another right. 20 years, Jim. Are you crazy? <laughs> yeah. No, I think that is an important question is making sure your spouse is on board. A lot of people uh, don't think about how that changes the dynamics at home, really. Right. Not just, I mean, that's 40 hours now that you, you're there and together and that can be a great thing or it can be, uh, present some challenges if you don't think through it and plan for that. Now you may be thinking that we came up with these four items all by ourselves. But actually, they're from a book called Re Your Retirement Quest, and we have copies of the book. If you'd like to, to if you'd like us to send you a copy, just email me nick at peakwm.com, and it's the best book about retirement that I've ever read. And it's not about the financial part; it's right. about the other stuff. Yeah, mentally preparing yourself. And yeah, yeah. So if I know that people are considering retirement, I often hand out this book. Um, so if that resonates with you, let me know. The other thing is that we have uh, the blueprinting books that, that, that we've created, okay? Mm -hmm. And it's just a little workbook that you fill out on your own. And it talks about, you know, your goals, one year, three, five, ten uh, years out. What are they, what's your vision of the future, right? What's your personal mission statement, mm -hmm. right? What's important to you, right? What are your values? If you write this stuff down, and write down the goals and write down the vision, it can apply to this retirement question. You know, where do you see yourself in retirement? Yeah, it can definitely give you some clarity in figuring out how you're gonna fill those hours. Once you know what's important to you and, and you know what you value most, maybe it gives you some some direction as to where where you can spend that time during retirement. Yeah, once once you have that clarity, you know, everything is more everything is more clear. Yeah. Right? You take that value system and apply that to your decision making mm -hmm. makes a lot of sense, right? Yeah. Why don't sure. we? Why don't people do that? <laughs> I don't know because they often don't, right? It's not easy though. Yeah. Right. Yeah, it forces you to ask a lot of tough questions. Yeah. And to really think outside of, you know, we all live in this little window, right? That we're just looking at the next day, looking at the next day, 
you know, when I did the blueprinting last and I, you know, asked you to look five years out, it was eye-opening when I said, five, in five years, I'm going to have one in college, mm -hmm. one knocking on college's door, you know, and, it, and another one in high school. It's like, it seemed, it didn't seem real, but it really so was going to be years like, away. So Big Ten volleyball player, <laughs> right? Yep. Uh, another All-State basketball player. Yep. Yep. And uh, we'll see how Brett turns out. Right? Yeah, he's, he's basketball, football. He can't decide. Okay. It might be a dual sport. Uh, Why not? Fall yeah. and winter, yeah, right? There you go. <laughs> Perfect. Okay, well, let's see. I think we covered it all here. Uh, you know, financial independence. Have we accomplished everything we want? Mm -hmm. What am I going to do? Is my spouse on board? And to, to, to me, you know, that covers all this retire with confidence. Mm -hmm. And we can be the people to help you decide, to help you understand if number one looks good, right? Are we financially ready? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. And making sure that it's, you have confidence around that. And it doesn't, we don't have to earn 10% a year to make this plan work. We have a degree of confidence around very realistic assumptions and everything else. I like that point. You know, if you have to make 10%, which is above historical averages to make it work, mm -hmm. the answer is it's not going to work. Yeah. You're going to have a problem. I don't have confidence. Yep. I don't have confidence. So, mm. all right. Thank you for joining us for episode 109. Uh, we believe by providing education and guidance, we can inspire you to make great financial decisions so you can retire with confidence. And you can learn more at peakwm.com. And what else? Yeah. If you'd like a second opinion or you second want to, to chat through some of these things, we'd, uh, we'd love to have that conversation with you. You can uh, even schedule online at peakwm.com. Perfect. Thank you. You've been listening to certified financial planner Nick Hopwood and accredited investment fiduciary Jim Pilot on the Finding True Wealth podcast sponsored by Peak Wealth Management. You can learn more about Peak Wealth Management by visiting peakwm.com or follow on Twitter at nhopwood1.